Brothers Podcast. My name is Joseph. I am Cam. And this week we're not talking about a movie, we are talking about the 2024 Oscar nominations. Um, first off, what, what are your initial thoughts of the overall predictions before we get into the actual noms? Like, like things that I thought would happen that, that, that didn't happen? Yeah. Um, the, the big one that I, I thought, I thought, I thought it was a lock was, um, Charles Melton for May, December. Yeah. Like I was a little perplexed by that. It's the best performance of the year. I think mm-hmm. specifically of male supporting. Um, so that was a big miss. I, th- there's a lot of love for American fiction, which I haven't had the chance to see yet. No, I, I well, I'd heard a lot about it, like in the summertime, that it was probably going to get a lot of Oscar buzz. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I haven't seen it either. I mean, honestly, I you've probably seen a lot more of these movies than I have. <laughs> yeah, there's still some that I'm really wanting to see. I haven't seen Zone of Interest um, or Anatomy of a Fall. I think Zone of Interest is playing in our city the, 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 this weekend, so we'll see if I see it then. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Maestro, I, I've had no desire to see. Um, okay, well, 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 let's just start with Best Picture. Let's talk about what we have we haven't haven't seen. Okay, um, uh, why don't you give us what uh, the Best Picture noms are? All right, so the ten nominations uh, are American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives. Poor Things, and The Zone of Interest. I have seen... Uh, one, two, three... Five of, of ten. I've seen <laughs> two of ten. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I've seen Barbie, and I've seen Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, I think Oppenheimer's going to win. Um, do you? Or I do. Um, I think it, it's... Uh, no one hasn't won Best Picture yet. He's 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 nominated for Best Director once, which we'll mm-hmm. talk about later. But I think I feel so it's too for, mainstream for the like Oscar nomination people. You would think, but it's also like it has some has some some of the best performances of the year. It has like every kind of flavor of, of white man you want in it. Um, it's got I think it has a lot going for it. it Joseph, it, it's a biopic. <laughs> it's, a yeah. world, it's still a, a, a World War II biopic, kind of, tangentially. Yes, and that's the best, and that's the quickest way to an Oscar win, as we've seen in the last few years with you know All Quiet on the Western Front coming out of nowhere last year. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, th- I'm think I'm going with Anatomy of a Fall is going to win. Okay, I, I uh, that might that. be a hot. I, that might be a hot take, but like. This this comes with a lot of my frustrations with the nominations, and I'm gonna be honest. Like after the nominations this year, I'm kind of like, mm. I don't know. The Oscars is kind of just annoying to me. Um, yeah. But like, I feel as though the Oscars this year is just really obsessed, or like the Oscar like voters are just really obsessed with Europe. Like, right. Four of the five international features are from Europe. Mm-hmm. How is the UK a foreign film? That like I don't know that that just seemed wild to me. We're yeah. gonna get, we're gonna get into that, but uh, yeah. because of that, I just think that uh, Anatomy of Fall is gonna win. Uh, yeah. French French film. I, I'm thinking that they're they've been really into well since Parasite won. I think they w- are more interested in foreign films or like foreign language films as uh, yeah. as being the winner. But I don't know. Yeah. That, that's my prediction. 
All right. Uh, best actor, we have Bradley Cooper for Maestro, Coleman Domingo for Rustin, Paul Giamatti for The Holdovers, Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer, and Jeffy Wright for American Fiction. Um, I don't think there was any big upsets or like or like. Uh, well, I would say what's his face, um, the Killers of Flower Moon. Oh, oh, DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah I guess. But like all these, but like. I'm pretty sure everyone saw Jimati Murphy and Cooper being on here. Yeah, I don't. It just seems like a very short list. Is it like they've gotten more best actors in the past? Have they not? No. Or is it usually five? It's always five. The only one that they've expanded is best best picture that they've expanded to ten. I don't know. I I have no other one that I can think of off the top of my head that should be. Nominated instead. I I haven't seen any of these ones, uh, but just right. from vibes alone, uh, I'm gonna say that either Paul Giamatti or Bradley Cooper are gonna win. Okay. Um, based off of the other Guild Awards that have been happening, I'm going with Paul Giamatti. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think it's between Giamatti and Killian Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's both of their first nominations for best lead actor. Paul, 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 Paul Giamatti has been nominated for best supporting before. This mm. is both their first time up for best lead. Yeah. So that's pretty in- interesting. Honestly, do you know who I would have had as a best actor, who I think is an underappreciated actor? Hmm. Jason Schwartzman in uh, Asteroid City. I think right? he did, he did a really good job. No nominations for that one, too. Well, he got nominated for a short film like Wes Anderson, but that movie yeah. was really good, and I yeah. it got completely snubbed. I think people just were like, oh, it's Wes Anderson, he just does his Wes Anderson thing. We don't care. I feel like it, it, it coming out in um, June. Uh, yeah, like pretty early re- release. I think if it came out later, then maybe you can get some, some, some amount of hype. But also, like, what 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 doesn't make films for Oscars? He makes films for himself and people. And plus, Jeffrey Wright is in that movie, so I don't know. Oh, also, it would, be, it would be cool to see J- J- Jeffrey Wright for best supporting because he has some great stuff in uh, Asteroid City. He could be well, be like, best actor and best supporting actor. Like uh, Square Joe from 2019. Exactly. So yeah. I, I, I would have liked Jason Schwartzman. I think he's a, he's an underappreciated actor because he's mainly in Wes Anderson stuff. Yeah. But I, I thought he did a really good job of playing the emotional uh, lead in that movie. So uh, that, That's a tough role, too, because he's, he's, he's a writer, divorced, single dad. Like There's, there's multiple w- angles to the, to, the, yeah. to the character. So that, yeah. that's who I would have liked, but... Uh, out of these, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Bradley Cooper. What about you? Uh, yeah. Jimai um, has been winning lots of the other awards. Like he, well, That's right. He, yeah, yeah, we mentioned that. Yeah. Um, so it, it mine's between Jimai and Murphy. Both are excellent performances. I'm, I'm, and I'm sure the other ones are on there are too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah. Let's we'll have of our best actress here. We have Annette Benning for Nyad, Lee Gladstone for, for Killers of the Fire Moon, Sandra Uller for An Enemy of a Fall. She's she, she also in the Zone of Interest. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Carrie Mulligan for Maestro and Emma Stone for Poor Things. I'm going for Lily Gladstone. It's she's She won the Golden Globe. Um, I'm sure she, she, she's going to win. I'm, I'm pretty sure she, she won some other small, smaller circuit awards too. So it's Lily Gladstone for me. I, I really want Lily Gladstone to win. I think it's either going to be her or Emma Stone winning it. Both would be like if if Emma Stone wins too, I won't complain because Poor Things is 
I'm pretty sure it's my top three I've changed on my list because I, I hadn't seen Poor Things when we, when we did our episode for Best of the Year, but Poor Things is is it, 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 it went number two for the year. Mm-hmm. And it, it's an excellent performance. Have you seen so. any of the, uh, like, well, there's like a very interesting kind of racist article uh, by the, I think it's the New York Times <laughs> column. Did you see this? Yes, uh, about so Margot Robbie. Yeah, so they were complaining about it and they were like, oh, all you have to do is like, witness like the genocide of your people and you get a best actor or best actress nomination <sighs> not that quite that extreme but that's basically what it was alluding to it was basically complaining about margot robbie not getting an Oscar nomination which she did for best picture but not for best actress which also like fair like, i don't know like she, she's good but like it, it, it's not just her that makes the movie good like she's exactly. only as good as the sum of the whole movie yeah yeah um but yeah i, I thought that was pretty rough and kind of a bad look yeah, well, it's just, it's just like, Barbie's still got eight nominations. That's still a lot. And Barbie's a good movie. And, like, it, it has been. It, all, all the nominations I got, it deserved, frankly. Like, like, so, like two, two, two things can be true. Barbie can be a good movie, but there can also be movies that are better. <laughs> and it, they're, they're exactly, better. exactly. <laughs> right? Like, it, it's not yeah. like a one or the other type thing. Yeah. Um, but why don't we get into the next category? Best Supporting Actress. We have Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer. Danielle Brooks for The Color Purple, America Ferrera for Barbie, Joy Foster for Nyad, and Devine Joy Randolph for The Holdovers. It's Devine Joy Randolph's to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been getting all the all the acclaim, and it's the best supporting actress role of the year. I was the, definitely the su- surprised to see America Ferrera nominated because, like, I didn't find her role to be that amazing. Like, she has she has the she has the one monologue. Yeah, but like I don't know, <laughs> like I, I, I don't know. I, I was just a little shocked by that. I yeah. feel as though there's a lot of better roles. Yep, I would agree. But uh, oh well, yeah. Um, who do I think is gonna win? Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, well, I think Emily Blunt's gonna win this one. It might be a hot yeah. take. What, what, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, like I mean, I've seen Oppenheimer. Uh, 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 she she is excellent, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like. It's, it's probably her best role, um, but I just think that Devin Randolph just absolutely steals the movie in The Holdovers, which I, ha- I have now. I bought it. It's, I bought it the first day that it was available on physical media in, in Canada. So Very nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> the classic Cameron. All right, ne- next category. Uh, best Supporting Actor. Here we have Sterling K. Brown for American Fiction, Robert De, De Niro for Killers of the Fire Moon, Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer, Ryan Gosling for, for, Barbara, for Barbie and Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things. My money is on Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah. yeah. That or Sterling Brown, just because they want to give American Fiction something. I don't think American Fiction is going to win any other awards. Right. So I can see that getting Best Supporting Actor. But uh, I've only seen one of these or two of these movies, so I'm not... So yeah, I, I'd say it's gonna be Sterling K. Brown. That, that's my prediction. Okay, I I do want to see um, uh, American Fiction at some point. Right now, it's only at the uh, Paul Park, mm-hmm. which yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, it's my mind's on right there. And then you're also because I think because it's his first big role in or well, his, his his big first like acting role like since the MCU, mm-hmm. and he's this good. I think. They'll probably go to him. What you don't remember, Doolittle? 
how can, how can I, I forget Doolittle, which the acclaimed poster of Olivia Coleman is Polly. Oh yeah, like a, a great character poster. Which like good for good good for her, I guess. Yeah, she plays a character named Polly, so P O P O L Y. It's like neat, good good for her. Hope you hope she's having fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. All right, best director. Yeah, of Justine Trier for Anatomy of the Fall, Martin Scorsese for Killers of the Fire Moon, Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer, Julius Wanthanos for Poor Things, and Jonathan Glazer for the Zone of, Zone of Interest. Um, so we still have we still, we, we still have one female director on here. Um, Greta Gerwig is probably the sound that people are, are talking about. Yeah. Um, but I I have no complaints. Like. I, hmm. I mean, my... I, I, I personally would have given Margot Robbie, or not Margot Robbie, Greta Gerwig, the best director because she took, like, what could be just another, uh, like, hour and a half, two hour commercial for Barbie and turned it into something. Exactly, and, and I think that's, that's only I... something a, a director could, like, a good director could do. Exactly, and I would rather have it be nominated for best director instead of best screenplay. Yeah. I, if I'm being honest, I think her Greta, Greta Gerwig's direction does more than the screenplay does. Because like the screenplay is fine, but I think yeah, yeah. her, her direction is definitely. So I, I would have liked to see her in Best Director. So that's kind of sad, but yeah, I don't know, it is what it is. I, I was not sure who who you to take out. The, the, it's a really tough. This is a really good good year for for film. Yeah, and like all five of these nom- nominees are outstanding. Do outstanding work. I haven't seen the zone of the only the, 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 yeah. I haven't seen the zone of interest but i heard for that one's phenomenal mm-hmm. so if i if i were to take one out i'd say that one but also like it could be wrong who do but you think is gonna win i think it's gonna be as quick 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 christopher nolan i don't think he's won before um or then i give it give it to marty because i think it might be yorgos lathamos i think they the they don't want to give it like the, the awards to the same people that you see all the time i think they want to give it to someone a little bit different but like, Chris, this is only Chris Nolan's second nomination for best director. Yeah, but like, you hear his name in the zeitgeist a lot more than Yorkos Lathamos. That, that, that that's true. Um, but like, when there have been people that talk about Chris Nolan, like, like he's the, the, the like Oscar darling, but it just isn't true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he's definitely but, more of like a pop culture darling, I would say. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Like, he's a he's a film bro person. Like, I don't like this is like I don't love Chris Nolan. I think. Oppenheimer is his, is his best movie, mm-hmm. which like, like I don't think super highly of his, of his of his other ones. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, okay. Best original screenplay we have Annie of a Fall, um, Arthur Harari and Justine Trier, uh, David Hemmingson for The Holdovers, Bradley Cooper and Josh Singer for Maestro. Sandy Birch and Alex Mechanic for Mimi Made December and Celine Song for, for Past Lives. So this is the only the only nomination for, for Made December, much to Archer's sh- chagrin. Yep. <laughs> um, I hope it wins because of that. Because um, I, I think it needs to win something because it is a really good exactly. Film. And I hope that this year we we don't get a sweep because like last year, um, everything ever won everything. There's there's a lot of good films that didn't get any wins last year, which sucks. Yeah, it's good for um, everyone all ones, but it's bad for everything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I, I hope Made Sense gets this one because I don't really think there's any one film that's like, oh, this was. Well, I, I mean, people probably argue Oppenheimer. I haven't seen that one, so yeah, uh, which but, we should. We, I'll bring it sometime. <laughs> sounds good. Um, but yeah, I think 
Like, I'd like May December to win. Who do I think is going to win? That's tough. I th- I don't think May December is going to win. No. Um, I think uh, a lot of the voters just are kind of back to their snobby ways and don't want uh, streaming services to win anything. Yeah. So I could see, like, past lives winning. I think that's going to be my prediction is past lives. Past lives? Okay. I'm going to predict the, hold- the holdovers. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's a it's a really good. It's it's my top. It's my third favorite film of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I'm biased, but it's a solid movie. Um, but I've heard such good things about, 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 about past lives. I I I, I really want to watch that one, but before the ceremony. Yeah. All right. Best adapted screenplay. Uh, Cord Jefferson for American Fiction. Noah Baumbach and Gregory Gregory for Barbie. For Nolan for Oppenheimer, Tony McNamara for Poor Things, and Jonathan Glazer for the Zone of Interest. Um, my 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 uh, my hope is uh, Tony Tony McNamara for, McNamara for Poor Things. I can see American Fiction or Oppenheimer winning it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm thinking Oppenheimer's definitely winning this one. But the fact that like it like, like the, I read I I wasn't to the audiobook and it's all like twenty some hours. I'm surprised that uh, Killers of the Flower Moon didn't get nominated for this one. I saw a subreddit thing. They were talking about how um, it was rewritten a lot. Yeah. So it, was re- it, 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 it was potentially rewritten by Paul Thomas Anderson. So I'm not sure if they, if they were going to get it, If Eric Roth would have... Like, mm, yeah. That one has some murky things behind it, which I think makes sense for not... Getting it this the Oscar, but also like it's a really good the the movie compared to the book is insane. Yeah, because the book the book is a lot more on the on the uh, investigation, which the movie is more so on the on the people who were involved in, in it, which is better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Alrighty, animated feature we have the Boy and the Heron, Elemental, Nimona, Robert uh, Robot. <laughs> Robert Dreams, ro- Robot <laughs> Dreams, and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I think it's going to be Sp- Spider-Verse, personally. Uh, I think that's probably going to win. No, yeah. I, no, I think The Boy and the Herring is going to win. Boy and the Herring is going to win? Okay. Yeah. Um, I never heard of Robot Dreams until it got nominated, to be honest. Isn't it like a Mexican film or something like that? It's a neon film. Like, neon uh, released them. Yep. Um... Let's see what uh, Polygon has to say. Um, but uh, huh, I haven't heard of that. Where, where did it come from? Um, yeah, I was surprised that like Mutant Ninja Turtles didn't get nominated. Right, that was so good. It's a Spanish-French co-production. Oh, okay. Uh, it adapts a children's graphic novel. Hmm. The movie is completely dialogue-free and is set in New York. Sounds pretty pretty great. I will not lie. Um, so we'll probably check it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, the animation style, like just looking at, it, looks pretty cool. I I love a good animated film, so I'll I'll check it out. Uh, so tentatively, I would say I would want Spider Man Across the Spider Verse to win, but I think the Boy in the Hair is going to win. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I I think it's going to be one of those two for sure. Um. Honestly, like, why did 
like I I don't know the 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 Oscars just like the Academy just really does not like animation because the Boy and the Heron or Spider Man Across the Spider Verse could be nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, and like Elemental, I've heard is okay. It's bad. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, well, okay. People might like it. I thought it yeah, was bad. I heard some people say it's okay, but uh, I've I haven't heard anybody say this is really good. No. But the best that I've heard is it's fine. It has a 3.3 average on Letterbox, Oof. which is fine. But the, the Pixar one always gets in, even even when, when, when Pixar has a bad, bad year. It just sucks. I hate well, it. Well, uh, I was listening to another podcast, and they were like, it would be like really shocking because like both Disney like released, like uh, was it Star or whatever? Wish. Wish. Which I heard is bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then like Pixar released this one, and it would be like really shocking if neither of them got a nomination. It's okay. They don't need. They don't need. Like, I rather ha- like. I've seen. Have I seen a, a mental? No, I haven't. But the fact that that, that that's big. But like, I I really enjoyed Team NT, which is a lot better. Which is like very stylized, very very good, very kid friendly, kid friendly. But also like you know, there's some good action and some really really beautiful animation. Yeah. In, in that one, it, it, it's a nepotism nomination. Like, yeah, oh, you're you're Disney, you get a nomination. You're Pixar, Disney, great, you get it in. Thanks. Yeah, which I dislike, but that's the Academy for you. Because uh, I don't I think it. they actually watch the animated movies. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, what do our kids like? Okay, neat. They mentioned this one one time. <laughs> they, they watch Elemental five times. All right, I guess that's the nomination. Uh, I haven't seen any of the documentary features or features or, or the international features. So. Uh, I just want to say I hate that like all of them except for one of the international features is european like i don't know to me that seems like you're missing most of the world when <laughs> like i don't know where's south america where's africa like yeah they, uh, like like it's not really an international feature when you only choose films from like basically one international spot yeah i'm like i got the uk the going on 95 but also like i feel like they can almost break the break up into like different i feel like like fuck it this is my my ideal way for national feature you can do one for each continent yeah africa gets one europe gets one asia gets one and then south america yeah sorry australia you're done you're out of here (laughs) well we're gonna nuke australia yes exactly uh i don't know (laughs) it it, it just to, to me like there's so many good movies like coming out of like the rest of the world. It seems very, exactly. I don't know. Right. It, it just feels boring to not choose uh, films from outside of like where you always go to. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, I, I, yeah. I, don't, I haven't seen any of the movies. I hope they all lose. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I have to watch them first. Uh, <laughs> you all suck. Oh uh, yeah. Best of the documentary. I don't know. I, 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 hope, I hope the right one wins. Best international feature. I hope the I hope the, the best one wins. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm like probably gonna be zone of interest because that one's up for other things. Yeah. So. I think yeah. that's that's probably the safe bet. Yeah. I think yeah, zone <laughs> of interest is probably gonna be it. Um, editing. We have Lauren Senegal for Nine Nine of a Fall. Kevin Tent for The Holdovers. Thelma Shoemaker for Killers of the Flower Moon, Jennifer Lame for Oppenheimer, and Yorgos Mavrovsparitis. 
for poor things. My vote is on Jennifer Lane for Oppenheimer. I think it's going to be Thelma Schoonmaker, Killer of the Fire Moon. Both both great edits because they make the three hours and three and a half or three is it it's kind of colors 345 yeah they don't feel that exactly so i think and that's if you can either make a movie with win. that runtime feel about the same as like a fucking marvel film like yeah those two should 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 that's all that's all in the editing room yeah and so exactly and if Thelma and Jennifer say that that it needs to be that long, and it, it needs to be that that long, <laughs> I, I want to hear your. Well, you can probably trim it down to two hours. No, you can't. Sorry. No. I I think uh, well, Thelma. Believe women. Thelma Schumacher has been like the longtime <laughs> editor for Scorsese, so yeah, she she knows what what he's trying to say and how to edit it. Exactly, I trust her. Yeah. Uh, cinematography: We have Edward Lockman for El Conde, Rodrigo Prieto for Killers of the Flower Moon. Matthew Libatique for Maestro, Hoyt Van Hoytema for Oppenheimer, and Robbie Ryan for Poor Things. I'm thinking that, uh, hmm. I've only seen one of these movies, Mm -hmm. and I thought it looked very beautiful, that being Killer of the Flower Moon, Rodrigo uh, Prieto. Yep. But I'm thinking that Matthew uh, Libatique for Maestro is going to win. I'm thinking it's going to be Rodrigo, Rodrigo Prieto. Um, it's it's so well shot. It's just beautiful. The, the way that they shoot landscapes, the way it just lit really well. Um, I think because he also he could, he, he he probably could have been nominated for for Bar- Barbie as well. Which is, <laughs> I know that's wild. <laughs> what what, what right? a year for him, right? Um, I'm going to go with Hoyt Van Hoytema for Oppenheimer, though. Fair enough. I think uh, those are probably going to be two of the biggest technical awards. Yeah. Um, just because they were some of the bigger movies and they want to give them something. Uh, all right, next category. Best score, we have Laura Cartman for American Fiction. John Williams for In- Indiana Jones 5. Robbie Robertson for Killers of the Flower Moon. Ludwig Jornsson for Oppenheimer. And Jerskin Fendricks for Poor Things. Oppenheimer has the best score I've ever heard. Uh, <laughs> Fair. Like, it's... It's one of the things, like, how has this music never been done before? Mm-hmm. It, it's breathtaking. Um, specifically, can you hear the, can you hear the music? Pull that up. You, you can feel your mind opening. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I want Robert Robson to win because it, it, it's his last score, I feel like they might give it, give it to him for that reason alone. Plus, he is indigenous. Mm-hmm. He was. And it's cool to have an indigenous person also win for Killers of the but like it literally got some will win but it'd be nice to have someone else too yeah so well the other person I could see winning is John Williams just because he's John Williams yeah I, I don't think the, like the Indiana Jones scores anything <laughs> special probably <laughs> from George just okay we, we we made these themes 50 years ago and we'll play them again but uh, <laughs> so that, that, that's my prediction to win just because it's John Williams they'll be like oh yeah. I know the person I'll vote for that person I think that's a lot of how the Academy works. All right. Production design. You have Barbie, Killers of the Fire Moon, Napoleon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. I think Barbie or Poor Things wins it. Yeah. Uh, those are definitely the most, the most like, outside of reality 
production design. You'll you'll you'll, you'll see. Well, especially or, with like the some, like, story of like, has some, like world. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, you, you go ahead. I was gonna say, like, especially with, like the story, like oh, like Barbie made us like run out of pink paint and stuff. Like exactly, that, that's something that the voters okay. would look at. Yeah, you hear the headlines. Yeah, so um, I want poor things to win, but I think Barbie's going to. That's yeah. pretty, pretty safe. Mm-hmm. Costume design: We have Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon. Sorry, Jacqueline D- D- Duran for Barbie, Jacqueline West for Killers of the Flower Moon, David Crossman and Janet Yates for Napoleon. I always want to, you know, shout out who, who actually does does the th- the, th- the things. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Morojnik for Oppenheimer and Holly w- Waddington for Poor Things. I think uh, Holly uh, Waddington's going to win for Poor Things. Yeah. yeah, there's some very intricate costumes, very good. Very, very good stuff in, in poor things. Uh, I really can't, can't wait for, for, for you to watch it. And because I feel as though they usually go for something that's like more historic. So I was going to either say like it's going to be poor things or Napoleon. But I think poor things like a little bit more unique. So that's what I'm going mm-hmm. with. How about you? Um, yeah, I, 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 it's going to be poor, poor things. All right. Best visual effects. We have The Creator, Godzilla Minus One. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Mission Impossible Dead Red Reckoning, Part 1, and Napoleon. I I both think and want the creator to win. Yeah. I think... Um, I think they might give it to Godzilla Minus 1 just because of the budget. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the creator had a pretty small budget, too. Yeah. Uh, but, like... The best, the best movie here is Godzilla My Minus One. Um, but I th- like I think they're gonna, gonna go to the two blah 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 I can see the creator winning this actually. I think so. I think because Godzilla is not English that a lot of the voters will not actually watch it. Yeah. And so the creator's gonna win. Okay. Yeah, well I'll go with the creator as well. Uh sound, we have the creator Maestro, Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part One, Oppenheimer, and Zone of Interest. I, th- oh, I, I want to say Zone of. It, it, I've heard there's some really cool sound mm-hmm. things that they do in the Zone of Interest. I feel so, like Maestro is going to win that one because it's you know all about a conductor, right? I feel um, so the Academy loves stuff like that. Oppenheimer has some banger banger sound stuff though. Like there there, there there's a scene. Where like there's an audience and and there's like feet panting, yeah, and it feels like a horror film. I mean, Christopher uh, Christopher Nolan always does really cool stuff with sound, mm-hmm. like you like, like the ticking clock in uh, Dunkirk, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I, I think I think Maestro is going to win this one. All right, mm, well, I, I overscrolled. Makeup and hairstyling. We have Golda, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, and Society of the Snow. My snub here is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It has the most prosthetic characters in any film. Mm-hmm. So I think that one should probably should have been nominated for this one. But it's fine. I get it. Um, poor Things should win. Just look at Willem Dafoe's character in that movie and tell me it shouldn't. I think so, yeah. That's that, that's definitely my nom- or my pick. All right. Best song, The Fire Inside from Flame and Hot. I'm just Ken from okay. Barbie. How is okay? You read the nominations first, then I want to say something. It never, it never went away from American Symphony. Uh, Wahazi, a song for my people from Killers of the Fire Moon. What was I made for? 
from Barbie. Okay, how is the fire inside from Flame and Hot nominated? Mm-hmm. But you couldn't do Asteroid City. Right. That <laughs> that's the big stop for first category. Oh, oh, alien. Oh, dance, spaceman, one on two. Oh, like, man. Flame and Hot can say Oscar nominated film. Because Diane Warren has to get an animation once a year or else the gods will destroy humanity. So I'm, I'm very angry about that. I think that's a travesty to have <laughs> Flame and Hot have a, an Oscar nomination when Asteroid it, City doesn't. It, it's the Oscar winning suicide, suicide Squad of this year. It's terrible. I I think that uh, I'm just Ken's going to win. I think th- I, I'm going to give it to what, what was I made for because I'm just kidding. Shouldn't, shouldn't happen. Here's the thing: if they're going to they're going to they're nominate two songs from Barbie. One of them should have been "Dance Tonight" because that one's an earworm. That one's yeah. one of the best pop songs of, of the last decade. And it's way 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 and way, way better than I'm just Ken. I'm sorry, but it's it is. Oh, I, I agree. It's much better, but I think I'm just Ken's going to win just because of I don't know. It just seems like it's going to win. Sure. I'll, I'll agree with you, I guess. Yeah. All right, last last three. Okay, live action short. Uh, yeah, The After, Invincible, The Night of Fortune, Red, Red, White, and Blue, and The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar. This is Wes um, Anderson's category to lose. Yeah, it's, it's going to be him. He's, he's going to win his first Oscar. So, good, good for him. Yep. All right, documentary short. We have it, it was his, a, a, a book banning. Barbara of Little Rock, Island in Between, The Last Repair Shop, Nine Nine, and Waipo. I don't know any of these, so I hope that they're the best one wins. Same. <laughs> I feel so like we should watch some of these, the shorts right? before. I mean, well, they're like probably like what twenty to forty minutes each. Bump out a few in a Sunday afternoon before the awards. Binge all before the ceremony. <laughs> yeah, I love binging documentary shorts. Nothing <laughs> oh, like yeah, it. Brother. <laughs> uh, animated short, Letter to a Pig. Insert, insert joke here about cops. Uh, 95 senses. Our uniform. Pachydermy? Pachyderm? One or the other. War is over, inspired by, 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 inspired by the music of John and, Oka, and, John and Yoko. That one's going to uh, win just because of voice rec- or name recognition. Yeah, probably. I, ho- I hope the, the best one wins. <laughs> Same. <laughs> That's yeah. a good like, well, caveat. <laughs> well, there you go. Those are the nominations. Um... Anything else you want to talk about the Oscars? Um, when is the Dragon should have been nominated for makeup and hairstyling? Yeah. Uh, no nominations for Blue, for Blue, 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 Blue Beetle. Big shocker to me and only me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I jest. Um, yeah, it's. It, I would say these are some, some, some of the, 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 the nominations of all time. I Okay, so <laughs> I think... I don't really like the Oscar nominations very much. I, I find I find the way that they do it is kind of frustrating. Do you know who does a much better job of it is uh, the Film Independent Spirit Awards? Yes, I think I like because like they were able to find a way to like nominate bottoms. Let's say because um, yeah. they were what was it uh, for the first feature they where did they they nominated bottoms for something? Let me just look up here. Because uh, uh, I mean I don't I guess I'm just more of like a independent enjoyer, independent cinema enjoyer. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I just like the way that they do stuff. Um, I always like 
following the guild awards for for each thing because the guild. I mean, and even like how the Oscar votes. Like, I'm pretty sure like the Oscar has different wings. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure Dan Merle, who's a who he is a film reviewer on YouTube. He's done like a breakdown of like how the Oscar voting works. Mm-hmm. Most of the, the individual awards are 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 done by that 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 or that are done by, are done by that wing. Yeah, the, like the, the like the actors wing, the writers writers wing, the directors wing. Like, like the Academy is it's not, not just the Academy. They each they have their own things that they will vote for in, individually. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a by your peers thing, but the guilds are by all of your peers. Like any member who's SAG, anyone who's DGA, WGA, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think mean, that's what that's why the guilds awards for each in for each individual thing is pretty cool. Yeah, because like. Let's say for like best feature, there you're seeing American fiction anime December uh, for the Independent Spirit Awards, and then yeah. again, what I like is like the first feature thing because then you have like a thousand and one, which is like one of my favorite movies of the year um, mm-hmm. that I've watched recently that I thought was really good. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about Jimmy Kimmel being being the person? He's hosting. Yeah. Um, it should have been the Muppets. I would love that. I mean, that would have been great. It, it's not like ABC. You, you, you don't have to pay anybody. You don't have to pay for rights. It's it, in-house. Yeah. I, I get so is Jimmy Kimmel, but also, like, he's not funny. And he's been the host so many times. Like, aren't we just kind of sick of him at this point? Right? I'm like, just get the Muppets. What, what can go wrong if you do? If you have the Muppets host the Oscars? What can go wrong? Do you know who I would not- like is, is uh, Io. Yes, Io and Riddle Tenet would be a great. I think that would have been fun. They, like, they can be. They can. They can be the new uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Yeah, exactly. But maybe actually funny. Uh, <laughs> oh, but God, I'm real good uh, there. I don't know. Like, aren't we kind of sick of Jimmy Kimmel at this point? I'm sick I of am. Jimmy Kimmel at this point. Let's kill him. Like, I don't know. Are, are you Are you gonna watch Are you gonna watch the Oscars or are you just gonna look at the nominations afterwards? <sighs> I think. I think. I've watched it the last few years. I'm pretty sure. No, I'm pretty sure I watched like a couple with with, with Liam. We'll mm-hmm. see if we'll see if I, if I, if I watch it with, with him with, with, with him again. We'll see. It, it's it's hard to watch though because like they're very inaccessible. They're so long and, they're and so boring. And like the so the last one I, I watched was Parasite because it was like on YouTube. But like the other yeah. other years, it hasn't even been on, so I haven't watched. I'm just yeah. well, looking at the highlights afterwards. Too. I have cable through my parents, so... I don't have cable because I don't want to spend an extra $100 on something I can watch on YouTube. Deserve it. Fair. I 100% agree. Anyways, those are the nominations. Um, (laughs) That's going to be the the Oscars of 2024, and we'll see what happens. Some of them... It'll be one one of the years of all time. We're we're, going to have to tally up and see uh, who got the most correct, and... I need to write it down on a. I need a sheet and a bracket or a shirt or a little, a little list that we've done previously. Yeah, we've we've done that before. Yeah, I need to get one of those. I'll, I'll print one out. And, I'll, and, and then we'll, we'll we'll come out and uh, when the awards happen, we will uh, see who who got the most. Oh, oh man! Then, did the did I win last year? Probably. Probably. That, yeah. that was a whole year ago. I don't. I, I barely remember what I did two days ago. Right. 
<laughs> oh man, I, I, I'm still liking like Bradley Cooper for my like my show cannot be more of an Oscar Oscar bait film. It, it, well, like two years ago, everyone thought it was going to just like sweep the Oscars. Like it's like uh, who who's all uh, producing it? It's um, Scorsese oh. and Spielberg, oh, yeah, I believe. Oh I, shit. Like uh, I, I, it's a real Oscar baity movie. Like it, it's yeah. basically just pure Oscar bait, but yeah, uh, biopic. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I feel as though if it was released before Tar, it would have won a lot more. Or maybe if it, if it was good or better. Tar is Tar is so good. Uh, I haven't seen it. I'm on Blu-ray, but I have not watched it yet. I watched it with Hunter, and it was it, it was a good it was a good good time. Well, that's good. Uh, anyways, that's been our show this week. Uh, thanks for listening. Tune in do want, next time. Do you want, do want to do recommendations? Recommendations? Uh, not in this do... episode. Okay. I don't have any recommendations. Okay. We can do recommendations um, for our next episode. Sure. Save, save oh, recommendations. I... This, is a, this is a special episode. Oh, man. Special. An, an Oscar special. Oscar. Oh, okay, well, you, you, there right. You, you can give us a, a quick little recommendation. All right. Um... I'm not, I'm not done the, this film yet, but I'm, I'm going to finish it right now. Uh, it's called The Killing Floor. It's on Quick Criterion for until the end of January. It's a really good film about labor and race and race relations. It 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 also has stuff about the the Chicago race riots of 1919. Very good film. It's directed by Bill Duke. It's it, it, it is made for TV film, but like you you, you can't tell. I mean you can you. you can tell but it's really good mm-hmm. and it's i'm not sure well like, it's i can't even find it on imdb wow what's on criterion like, collection yeah there, there's under a thousand reviews on letterbox so find it where you can because it's a good film to watch so well, there you go all right well thank you for listening to next time when we talk about uh, probably a movie bye-bye now